Welcome and thank you for joining the Society for Clinical Research Sites for SCRS Talks. I'm Jimmy Bechtel, the Vice President of Site Engagement. SCRS Talks allows our partners and those that we work closely with to take a few minutes to address issues of industry concern, share exciting achievements, and learn more about our extensive community. Today, we have Daniel Palkar. He is the Early Phase Oncology Network Operations Lead for the U.S. with IQVIA, and he's here to discuss how they approach their site relationships with their between their CRAs and their sites. Daniel, if you wouldn't mind, we'd love to hear a little bit about you and what you do within your organization. Hi, Jimmy. Thank you so much for having me here today. It's quite the pleasure to be part of this talk right now to go over some of the relationships that we have uh, built here with IQVIA between our CRAs and our sites. And uh, thank you so much for the introduction. As you mentioned, I am working with our Early Phase Oncology Network, um, and my previous role has been uh, senior CRA at IQVIA for about five years. Wonderful, thank you, Daniel. Can you share with us, in your words, what the role of CRA really means uh, and, and what your focus is as a CRA from uh, day to day? Of course. Um, looking back at my time as a CRA, uh, one thing that I that I really took from it was that a CRA we wear a lot of hats. But for, first and foremost, um, we want to focus on data integrity, patient safety, and compliance. Ultimately, building relationships with our sites that are uh, fruitful and beneficial to all parties. Working as a CRA, we want to be audit ready at any time and uh, the CRA can be an integral part of that goal, working closely with each site team and each project team. Uh, ultimately, I've always felt that the CRA can be someone the site can rely on and reach out with questions or concerns of, about the study, since we all trying to achieve the same goal in patient care. Day-to-day, um, -day, I see that the role can have its ups and downs quite literally sometimes, with CRAs flying several parts of a different country uh, in a single week, spending days in a hotel or facing travel delays. Um, likewise, we can also be working from home, reaching out to uh, a lot of our sites to discuss any open queries, essays that we may have, collect any documents, and ultimately writing these site visit reports from whenever we were on site. And I always found it important to make myself available to each site that I worked with, encouraging the coordinators and the PIs and any other study team members to call me directly with any questions that they may have. I would like to set up any uh, time to review each and every query with the coordinator if that's something that they had questions about. And having come back from a study coordinator background before I was a CRA, it, that has helped me understand a lot of the challenges that sites may face and taking that into consideration when I do interact with sites. Thanks, Daniel. A lot of really valuable work happens at the CRA level. You mentioned things like data integrity, um, some of the, the more task-oriented things, but it's also as you mentioned, that relationship and building and establishing a relationship between the site and the organization for which that CRA represents is another key part of being a CRA. But we know that CRAs don't have an easy job. It, it's difficult. There's a lot of travel. You're bouncing from site to site uh, across different trials. Um, and so when you look at the clinical research landscape, again, it's, it's not the most easy of roles. So how has that changed over the last years? What does it mean to be our CRA? And again, what does being a CRA mean and as it pertains to change? Great question. Um, looking back at my time as a CRA and talking to other CRAs, uh, one of the biggest items that has changed the landscape for uh, being a clinical research 
associate has been COVID uh, and its impact as a whole to the whole industry. It really has forced a lot of the members to, from everyone from sites to CROs and sponsors to adapt to a new landscape of restrictions and challenges that have come from the, from, from the pandemic, um, some of which continue to this day. Uh, so one of the big things that we noticed um, come about has been the increased push to remote monitoring, which though did exist prior to the pandemic, we uh, had to quickly adapt to especially for sites that were not designed for remote monitoring, um, incorporating telehealth wherever feasible for the studies and overcoming challenges to be able to ensure that patient safety and trial compliance was met. That as a whole I've seen has really sped up a lot of the changes from going uh, a lot of on-site visits to more of a push for remote monitoring. Um, nevertheless, with these with this difficulty, we have seen uh, technology play a crucial role in the last few years to aid CRAs, um, including myself, in monitoring activities and with our site outreach. Um, I always found it useful having items such as um, the tablets and iPads that we received um, to help aid in on-site monitoring, uh, some of the apps and the technology in integration between uh, the sites and the CRO or the sites and the sponsor um, as very useful. And now I feel that the CRA does have more tools in their belt than ever before. Um, additionally, there has been an increase in support uh, from remote teams that can assist with data capture, data queries, TMF completion, to name a few things. And that has really had a positive impact in the way we manage our trials. That's great, Daniel. I think one of the things we'll talk about a little bit more is that remote monitoring. It really has been a tremendous movement in the industry. Something that we saw prior to the print pandemic is happening here or there, little experimental, maybe for some easier types of monitoring visits, but now we're really seeing it start to become pervasive within the industry. So we'll get to that. But I also wanna hit on first, how do you expect that this role will evolve further in the next few years? What do you see as coming next for the CRA? And you hit the you hit the nail on the head with the remote monitoring, and a lot of that has uh, come to play because technology is playing an important role and part in monitoring and activities between the site CROs and the sponsors. Um, we are looking to move towards a more digital arena for items such as regulatory filing, um, looking for solutions to incorporate EMR data directly to EDC systems so sites don't have to spend as much time looking for data, and also improve ways that we can document subjects' consents digitally uh, and be able to provide these consents to patients really quickly. There will be an increased role for remote monitoring and for collaboration between the site and the CRA offsite as well with these technology solutions. Um, I do hope that this evolution will help sites with things like reducing the repeated requests uh, for certain documents, something that um, I see happen all the time, uh, reducing the amount of data required to be entered if it can be auto-populated, like I mentioned, um, with the EMR uh, system directly linking to EDCs and even reducing the amount of travel the CRA needs to do per site if some of these things can be done uh, automatically. Ultimately, I think it's still be important to conduct on-site visits to confirm data uh, and to continue building these relationships, but we do hope that some of these things can be automated to help with the workload for both the sites and the CRAs. Excellent. I want to talk a little bit about remote monitoring now. What is IQVIA's approach to remote monitoring? And, and talk a little bit about the conveniences, but also the challenges that exist with remote monitoring in, in context of, of your approach. 
Sure thing. Um, IQVIA has a varied way for remote monitoring in the sense that we will look into the amount of patients that a site may um, recruit and uh, how complex the trial will be, and that will ultimately influence how often a CRA may be going on site and how often a CRA may be reaching out to confirm data remotely. But I really do think the uh, availability and flexibility uh, of both the CRA and of the site are crucial to having successful remote monitoring. Um, and where site on-site visits do have a set date and time, remote visits can be more fluid since you can have um, you may be able to have remote access to several different site systems for a longer period of time, allowing you to uh, check things whenever it may be um, easier for the coordinator uh, in the remote calls. I did find myself keeping closer tabs of certain things like uh, certain data points, SAEs and AEs that have come about um, and type of queries that may be asked study-wide just to help the site stay ahead of any trends or requests that may be coming about. In many ways, uh, I feel the face-to-face on-site visit is a great time for the coordinator to work closely and iron out a lot of things with their CRA. They may have be having many other studies to manage um, or maybe having a very busy clinic so that on-site time is dedicated to the study and it can be very crucial to that site. With remote monitoring and longer periods of time between on-site visits, uh, we have to adapt to be able to provide the same type of interaction and support that has come to be expected from on-site monitoring. And so relationship building is very important and just being available, being flexible is very important um, with that. Uh, I feel like remote monitoring did pose a challenge for studies that were not designed to be conducted remotely uh, during the pandemic. And it continues to pose a challenge to coordinators to make themselves available uh, with their busy schedules. Um, I can also see it creating situations where items that are not addressed early on can start to snowball as study progress, eventually causing longer on-site visits, more findings, more queries. Um, likewise, if things are missed early on and there is a high turnover of either the CRAs or the co uh, coordinators on the site, it may complicate things further, uh, further along in the study. Thanks, Daniel. Some really great challenges and conveniences that you identified there, but one of the challenges that sites speak about most often is that they're being asked to do oftentimes more work in their perspective or that the work has maybe shifted to them from the sponsor or CRO side. Can you provide your perspectives on that as well? Having been a coordinator, I can empathize with uh, the sentiment that the sites can have regarding uh, remote monitoring uh, their feelings that they have more work being shifted onto them. But I also believe we should take a look at it from the bigger picture standpoint. Uh, a move to remote monitoring can seem like it's putting a lot more work on the shoulders of the sites since a monitor may not be on site as frequently to review every single data point. But we have expanded uh, the amount of people working directly with the site. There are central monitors who are remote and will closely work with both the CRA and the site to help stay on top of a lot of the data, a lot of the queries, and help identify uh, many trends early on. Remote monitoring also allows the sites to have a greater sense of ownership of the data they are presenting. And truth be told, the FDA can walk in at any time and audit a study, so a site, a site should be ready at all times. 
However, I do feel like there should be a balance between remote monitoring and on-site monitoring because the CRA does play an important role to advise sites while the trial is being conducted, to connect them to correct people like medical monitors or certain people with the sponsor or payment issues that may come about, and of course, confirming that the data and safety are compliant. Thanks, Daniel. I appreciate the sentiment uh, from from your perspective, from IQVS perspective as well on, on what that means. So uh, I hope that we all can continue our partnership together between the sites and our, and our sponsors and, and CROs to work towards solutions um, and, and really understanding, I think, is what a lot of it lies into around what it means to be part of a remote monitoring protocol, as well as what the future of remote monitoring will look at. Daniel, we, I'll wrap up here with our last question. What advice do you have for sites to work better with their CRAs, especially as it pertains to things like remote monitoring? Another way to, to look at that is how they can set their site up for success when it comes to that two-way relationship. I think a big component to have a successful relationship between the site and CRA is to continue the, an ongoing communication line. A CRA may have limited time between traveling and managing several different trials, but it is in my experience that sites really do appreciate when a CRA takes time from their busy schedule to sit down and assist however possible. Um, that may be things whether it is um, going query by query, especially during the data lock, or being available to answer time-sensitive questions, creating that type of rapport and respect between the site, the CRA, the coordinator, and the PI has led to very uh, fruitful and successful relationships and study outcomes. Likewise, I feel it is important for sites and coordinators to be explicit in their working styles to maximize interactions with their CRA. I've noticed that some coordinators really appreciate to know monitoring findings in real time, while others would rather know a full list at the end of the visit um, and work more independently. Or it could be that they have a very busy schedule and are unable to um, be there at all times. And I do hope that sites and CRAs can continue to adopt new technologies, which may improve the efficiency and overall uh, workflow process. I do admit sometimes that some technologies may not pan out the way we would want them to, but I feel we're moving in the right direction. And a lot of the technologies we are exploring, uh, I do hope can help us have a more fruitful remote monitoring um, landscape in the future. Ultimately, if the site is aware that you're both working towards the same goal, I feel that this will help set the site up for success. Daniel, it's a great positive note to end things on. Uh, thank you for your perspectives. Thank you for being here with us today and sharing the important, again, perspective of a CRO partner as it pertains particularly to remote monitoring, but the site and CRA relationship in general. Again, thank you for being here with us today and sharing IQVIA's perspective. Thank you so much, Jimmy. It's been a pleasure to be here uh, with you this afternoon. Everyone that's listening here, make sure that you register for upcoming summits being held throughout the year by visiting the summit page on our website. While you're on our website, also be sure to check out other SCRS publications designed for our site community in the publications section of myscrs.org. We appreciate everyone's participation in today's program and look forward to having you join us for more great content. Thanks for listening.